today's episode is about a call that I received from a parent. It wasn't so much a question, but it was some feedback and um, some praise thanking me for teaching her the body safety rules that she could teach to her child, which resulted in her child disclosing some issues regarding body safety. So keep listening and I'll give you the top five body safety rules that you can teach your children today. Welcome to Talking the Talk Healthy Sexuality Conversations. I'm Vanessa Hamilton. This is the podcast that is going to encourage and support you to be the main sex and sexuality educator for your child. Do you want to feel confident and comfortable to have healthy and positive conversations about sex and sexuality with children so that you will be the first person who educates them about each topic? This podcast will provide you with surprisingly simple and effective actionable tips to clear the fears and uncertainty around essential sexuality conversations with kids. Each episode, I'll answer questions from parents and cover a variety of different topics. As a bonus, you might just get that sexuality education you missed out on when you were growing up. So as my tagline says, let's get started. It's easier than you think. Just a word of warning regarding the content. This podcast is not suitable for children. At times, it may contain explicit themes, including sexual themes, sexual abuse, and other adult conversations. Mostly, it'll be fun, informative, and insightful. But at the same time, please be sure to pause and take a breather or check in with your usual supports if any sensitive content brings up difficult thoughts or feelings for you. Today's episode is not so much a question I received from a parent, but a phone call that I received regarding feedback about some body safety education that I'd taught a group of parents. You see, a parent had rung me to say thank you for teaching the basic body safety rules that I teach, uh, the same ones I teach in classes, because it allowed their child to be able to disclose some discomfort that was happening for them. So the story was that the person felt that they had covered body safety and protective safety with their child, but not in a very formal way. So after coming to one of my presentations, they bought the books and resources that I suggested um, from E to E Publishing uh, and uh, other resources can be found in blog posts on my website regarding body safety. And she followed the five body safety rules. And this allowed her child, her primary school age child, to disclose to her about uh, what was happening when a particular family member uh, greeted that child. It turns out that family member was a known perpetrator of sexual abuse in the past and um, that mother was able to follow up with the family um, from there. So that's just one example that I hear about, but I know that uh, – Teaching children body safety from an early age does help keep them safe, obviously. Children can learn at an early age who can and cannot touch their private body parts and under what circumstances. And we can start this from toddler age. Uh, We know that perpetrators of abuse will most often target children who do not know the correct names of their private parts or basic body safety rules. There's many other reasons related to who perpetrators will target, but this is just one example. The 
Look, the benefits of this empowering information for children cannot be ignored. Um, knowing body safety rules from a very young age gives children a vocabulary to speak to adults, to ask questions, to ask for help if something is wrong. It decreases shame about their bodies. Uh, but most importantly, it's the protection from abuse that this knowledge can provide. Body safety rules include teaching even very young toddlers and children the basic sort of five things, these five rules. Um, I teach these from prep to university level and uh, Janine Sanders um, has written a book with these body safety rules and provides free posters on her website and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And the body safety that I teach um, includes these five things and this is what you can easily teach to your children and reinforce over time. So number one is their body is their body and how to say stop, I don't like it in a loud voice if their body bubble is breached without their consent. This can even include when their friend kisses or hugs them when they don't want to hug. So their body is their body. They can say stop if they don't want to kiss or hug someone, they have a choice. They can say that they'd, um, I don't feel like a kiss today. Can I high five you instead? So I want you parents to have a think about how we're going with making our kids kiss and hug relatives at uh, Christmas party times and things like that. Um, really, we should be teaching autonomy and that the child has the choice to be able to greet people in a way that suits them. If you think about it, even as adults, we don't like kissing and hugging some people. You know how even especially we don't know very well, so why should we make children do that? I know it's difficult culturally and in some families, but it is something that we need to address. Another rule is um, their early warning signs. So they will letting them know that their body will tell them when they're in an unsafe situation and they should take notice of their early warning signs. And again, you can look at the poster that's in the show notes, but their early warning signs are feeling sick in the tubby, wobbly knees, sweating, shaking, wanting to cry. You know, the feelings that you get when you've lost the adults at the shop or when a dog barks at you and you say to them, if a big kid or an adult makes you feel that way, you need to tell somebody. And please include big kids when you're talking about adults breaking the body safety rules because we know that at least a third of sexual abuse is perpetrated from one child to another. So that's under 18-year-olds. Another rule is to think about what are their private parts. So essentially their private body parts are under their bathing suit uh, and it also includes their mouth and can include nipples as well. Their private parts are for them only unless they need help with care or hygiene and a trusted adult knows about it. So you say to them, well, sometimes the doctor or the nurse might need to have a look at your private parts or touch them because that is um, for the health and well-being of your body. And one of your trusted adults will always be there and know that it's okay. So sometimes we have to give permission for that. And um Mum and I or Dad and I um, or, you know, Nana when she's looking after you might need to put the cream on your bottom. So sometimes there are times when a trusted adult can um, touch your private body parts. But if, for example, Granddad had to put the cream on your bottom when he's looking after you, I would know about it. And so that's when it's okay. Uh, then talking about um, surprises and secrets. So surpri happy surprises are great, like the chocolate cake and uh, the birthday present. But no adult or big kid should tell you a bad secret that gives you your early warning signs. So if an adult or a big kid says to you, 
you know, we'll just keep this between us. Let's not tell anyone else about it. What should you do? You know, when I teach the kids in classes body safety, they say, go straight and tell an adult. That's right. They've broken the body safety rules. And with that, as parents and carers, you should be explicitly saying to your children, there is no secret that you can never tell me. There's, you can tell me anything so that they know that they can. Um, so the secrets and surprises are something that we need to clarify with them. And you might even have to say to some of the relatives, you know, we don't keep secrets in our family, so please don't tell the kids to not tell us about the chocolate cake or the biscuits. Um, we keep happy surprises, but there is no secrets that the kids can't tell us. And finally, having a safety network, um, trusted adults that kids can name to help them. Now, Jane N suggests five trusted adults. I always do 10 with the kids. I do five on one hand of people outside of school and I do five on the other hand of adults at school or kinder. So when we're talking about trusted adults, children need to have more than one trusted adult uh, as their resources because obviously one of the trusted adults could be the perpetrator. Uh, secondly, we know that it takes around three adults to believe uh, a child when they disclose sexual abuse and that's for a lot of reasons and some of those reasons include that we don't want to hear it, that we miss the signals, children don't come out and say it clearly, um, we don't know what to look for so that's something that adults should do is, is look into what they should be looking for and the things that children might say. Uh, it might be that we know the person and so we again don't want to hear it so we always have five trusted adults. So on their fingers, five trusted adults that are over 18 and I say to them, it can't be your, your guinea pig. Yes, they make you feel good and you can have a chat to them, but they can't help you with an adult problem. And then the resources at school. So having five that they can talk to at school and just getting them to name those teachers is really helpful or the reception staff or the school nurse. If children can't name five, they can add um the children's helpline to their safety network. They can even add police if they need to. So every household should have a body safety book from toddler age onwards uh, and I will put some recommended ones in the show notes. And with as well as the body safety, you should just take advantage of teachable moments when they arise, such as children touching the their genitals in the bath. You know, that's a good opportunity to have these conversations about who can touch private parts, when and where, and who can't. It's a normal childhood sexual behaviour for children to touch their genitals. We don't want to shame them, um, but just have a general lighthearted conversation and reinforce those body safety rules. So, Accurate, comprehensive sexuality education, such as correct names of body parts, has benefits for children for their whole sexual journey over their lifetime. Teaching children about consent and body autonomy, meaning being in charge of their own body, is one of the greatest gifts we can give our children for their well-being into the future. Uh, so look up normal childhood sexual behavior and development. I'll put that resource in the show notes as well. And make sure that you have these conversations. And it's never too late to have these conversations, even if they're teenagers. You need to uh, adapt those five body safety rules for them. I hope that's helpful and hopefully, hopefully that gets you started on body safety conversations with, you ki with your kids. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>